You are listening to the Lifetonic Podcast, your resource for intentional living and personal growth. This podcast is designed to inspire and motivate you to be your most glowingly brilliant self. Expect to hear about the fun, the unknown, and out there aspects associated with how we can thrive in our bodies and minds. Each episode will challenge opinions, ask questions, and uncover wellness trends as I feature alongside inspiring leaders, healers, visionaries, creators, and disruptors in every sense of the word. I'm your host, Joanna O, and I am grateful for you tuning in today. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this solo episode that was completely and totally unplanned. I wasn't going to release an episode this week just because I'm in the middle of recording a couple of other things. If you follow me on Instagram, you would have heard that I am working on a couple of meditations of my own that I want to release. These are coming very soon, but a lot of work goes into it. It's almost more challenging than a podcast, to be fair, because it's just that one piece of work that needs to go out there, and I am a little bit of a control freak and perfectionist, so... That part of me is definitely coming out at the moment. I also have a couple of amazing interviews scheduled this week. I mean, April's content for the Lifetonic podcast has so far been beyond amazing. I'm so happy and I can't wait to release all these amazing episodes. I have some really, really inspirational guests coming on. So really, there was no space for a solo episode. But you know what? I woke up super inspired and motivated yesterday and I wanted to share what makes this week special and why I was so motivated yesterday. I was sitting and journaling yesterday morning and this morning and I wrote some of this down and these ideas started coming to the surface and I was like oh my god here's this amazing realization that I absolutely need to share. So I just set up my computer real quick took my recording stuff and just sat here and decided, right, I need to get this done. Because it's such an important part, really, of what motivated me to create not only the Lifetonic podcast, but it is also everything that this whole philosophy of the Lifetonic podcast is about. So I wanted to share the story of how in a matter of two years, I managed to completely transform my life to transform my mindset, to manifest greater financial stability that I never had before, and to manifest an amazing relationship in my life. And if you are new to the podcast and you don't know much about me, I guess this episode would be a good place to start because I'm going to talk a little bit about you know parts of my story and what inspired me to where I am today. But also, if you have been here a while and you've been following me, it may give you a little bit of a different perspective of what really was the driving force behind some of the ideas that I talk about on the podcast. And of course, I have another episode that's available, my intro in about me. So that's a short kind of snippet of, you know, about me and some facts and figures, I guess. So if you want to give that a listen, that's also available. That's kind of the trailer of this podcast. This is a little bit deeper. So I wanted to put it out there that this transformation was obviously so amazing for me. And it's something that inspired me to share with other people, to 
kind of be there with others on their personal growth journeys because for me it was such an amazing journey and there are things that I wish that I knew back then that I guess you know it's kind of a catch-22 because I would have never gotten to where I am today had I known these things but it's just a sharing platform and we've got such an amazing community with the Life Tonic we have an amazing community of like-minded individuals who all want to grow, transform, and be the best version of themselves possible. So it's all about that good stuff. So I started two years ago um, with a version of myself who over the past year only, if I just look at the past year, has gone through some tremendous transformations. I was... I went literally from being a ball of anxiety, doubt, featuring the loudest inner self-critic ever to someone in in my head who has expanded her mindset and has built tremendous confidence in herself having seen what she was capable of creating. So I guess what makes this week special and what inspired me yesterday to go on this whole tangent was... A year ago today, I moved in with my boyfriend, my rock, my partner in everything. And I sort of woke up yesterday morning and looked around me in our home here where I live with him, where I have been for the past year. And I just felt this genuine warmth inside me, realizing how much there was for me to be grateful for. And it was like a one of those wow moments, like, wow, this isn't where I was in my head at all a year ago. This is, you know, when you look back and you're like, I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I would have done the things that I've done and the things that I've created. And it was such an uplifting start to the day. And why I mentioned two years in the beginning of this episode is about two years this week. Also, I was starting out in a new job. Having just moved back to London, trying to hold on to the remains of this, you know, sad part of my life that was composed of a long distance relationship that wasn't really working out because we didn't want the same things. We didn't even want to be heck in the same place. Not being sure if the job was what I wanted and simultaneously being filled with so much anxiety over the fact that I wouldn't succeed. And this is such a paradoxical way of thinking, but that I wouldn't succeed in what I had signed up for and set out for myself. So I'd be effectively letting myself down. And this was like a constant source of anxiety for me. I was barely making enough money actually to support rent and living on my own in London. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to suck it up. And I love London. I've never felt more at home anywhere more than in London. I've lived all over the world for those of you who know me. And again, this goes back to the whole about me. Fun fact about me, I've lived in about four cities by the time I was 17. So I was this ball of fear and uncertainty. And then around six months in, I decided this wasn't good enough. And I was like, you know what, I just wanted to be more, to earn more, to be bigger in what I was doing. I just wasn't fulfilled enough for my liking. So the first things first, I asked for promotion and I got that promotion. So that was almost like a box ticked. But I was suddenly overcome very quickly with this very intense imposter 
syndrome is the way to put it. And I know I talk, I talk to a lot of women who work specifically in very corporate environments, maybe a bit more male dominated environments where you almost develop this fear to ask for what you want. And it's crazy because if you think about it, the men around you, you know, the blokes, they just walk around, they're like, you know what, I deserve a pay rise. So why don't I ask for it? And then you ask and you get. But women, we're not like that, right? We're just always trying to not interfere. We're always trying to be accommodating and we're always trying to not be too much. But that is a whole different topic for a whole different episode that I will definitely be releasing at some point in time. So I created this imposter syndrome in my head and that was just always like a little bit of a chatter in the back of my head. Like, oh, you know, what What must people think of me? I asked for promotion. I got a promotion. Do they know? Do they know what I asked for? Anyway, of course they don't know. I was so busy thinking I didn't deserve what I got and what I had actually worked for that I forgot to actually tell myself, well done, you know, for working so hard and for going after that promotion. Well done, you. To add to this, I was working through these walls that I had impenetrable walls that I had built around my heart after a breakup where I got no real closure because like I mentioned I was in a long distance relationship I was incredibly lonely and I think obviously a lot of people in London are lonely but I was lonely and in that space trying to reinvent my career to reinvent my body to change my mindset and that's not so straightforward so around the tail end of 2018 I became friends with my now partner, not to be cliche or anything, but I just, when I met him and we hung out a couple of times before we eventually got together, I somehow knew that we would be together, which I don't even know why. And don't ask me why, because when we met, he was coming out of a slightly challenging long distance relationship himself. And I guess now in hindsight, I'm like, we attract what we project, you know, I was in that same spot and we were both processing very heavy, like strange emotions. And I guess that drew us to each other. And eventually that became one of the things that made us grow as much as we have in this relationship that we now have. And what makes this relationship so incredibly strong is because we walk through the same path, if that makes sense, to some degree or another. So fast forward a couple of months, a couple of official dates, I was on a date with him. We were eating dumplings in Chinatown. I was sharing the troubles I had run into while looking at flats because my lease was about to expire. And he asked me to move in with him. And there was nothing really like woo about it. You know, it wasn't like movies where like he hands me a key and I was like, I'd love for you to move in. No, it was so mature and sober and it just felt so refreshing And it wasn't anything that I had ever come across before. And of course, then I was torn because a part of me was like, oh my God, this is what I've always wanted. And it just feels right. But then another part of me, the ego part of me was like, oh, let's just fill that space with hesitation. So I hesitated, you know, part of me afraid, of course, that the past would repeat itself, that I would be risking making a home out of someone only to be let down and I can't blame myself for that because that's all I had known up until that point so how could I know that it would be different 
but somehow it felt right. So I took charge. I told myself, trust your gut. This time is totally new. It's totally different. It's a different outcome. I mean, this guy has just transformed your perspective from only a couple of times hanging out before you were even exclusive. So, you know, just ride with it. In the first few months of us living together, um, and I'm moving very quickly here, but this is all to make a, a very specific point. In the first few months, I was obviously at times petrified that I would do something to sabotage this, this whole, you know, bubble that I had created in my head. And all was going so well that I was actually, by thinking that, self-sabotaging in the way that we all do when we think, oh, this is just too good to be true. It just can't be. Well, the truth is it can. And whatever it is, whatever level of good is for you, you can create that. So for a while, I was so busy thinking about how this could go wrong. I was so busy thinking that that I nearly failed to realize that this man was giving me everything I had ever wished to manifest for myself in a relationship and more. So really what's my point here is the underlying idea is the product of this consciousness that I had created, this consciousness of self-doubt, of fear, is limiting thoughts. That's the outcome. And these limiting thoughts literally paralyze us in our growth because we're not we're not thinking in the moment, we're actually anticipating negative outcomes, anything that's that can be categorized as anticipation or worry or anything like that. So really, if you think about it, you think about when you want to manifest a relationship, the first thing you do in your head is you remove the programming that is allowing you to believe that this or such a relationship exists. And then you go out and you seek that relationship. This is when the universe will send you tests because we're always being tested. The universe is always going to send us challenges to see and tell us, right, let's see if you lower your self-worth again. So what we're being tested for is to see whether we will settle for where we have settled in the past. Every time we've played small in a relationship or a job, the universe is saying, let's see if you'll continue to perpetuate this. And what you put out, and I said it previously, what you put out into the world is what comes back to you. So once you start noticing these patterns that show up for you, you are also inadvertently taking control over your future. And that is incredibly powerful. So think about, back to the whole relationship example, because I've started on this now, the universe will send you tests to see if you will lower your standard, if you will do the same that you have done before, if you'll perpetuate this behavior. For instance, a pattern that I recognized for me was I wanted so badly to fix the way that I had experienced love in past relationships that when I got into a new relationship, not only was I completely petrified and paralyzing my own self by thinking, you know, I need I need it so badly to go well just to prove my point. That as a result of that, I kept being put in front of a challenge, which was at the time before meeting my partner, meeting people that would only recreate those harmful scenarios. Because what needed to be done is for me to heal those wounds and to open my eyes and open my heart 
to something completely new that was so powerful and beneficial to me. So fast forward one year to where we are today, I have not once regretted saying yes to moving in at a time that was deemed too short, maybe after meeting someone. I don't regret for one second pushing myself outside of my limiting beliefs and believing in my power to ask for and get what I want because you get what you ask for. Even if I was sort of subconsciously thinking this is what I want to manifest in a relationship, I wasn't projecting it until that very point when I was ready to open up. I was ready to walk into a relationship with an open heart to let those limiting beliefs behind, to leave them behind, to not let them define me. And then it opens up and all these endless possibilities and all that space is there for you to manifest your wishes. Very similar to this, and I mentioned earlier in the episode, I felt I wasn't good enough, even if all evidence was there to suggest otherwise, you know, I had gotten my promotion and yet I still belittled myself and put myself down. The result of this until I fixed it was I had a boss that constantly put me down and didn't let me realize my true potential until I was ready to make that shift for myself. I also similarly believed that my financial situation couldn't change. I felt like a victim when I wasn't able to achieve financial freedom. And then I realized the reason that I wasn't financially stable was because I had to be challenged and pushed to see new opportunities of how I could make more money so I could manifest this for myself and put in the necessary work. So really, transformation happened when I think the first and most important thing was I stopped with conditionals. What are conditionals? It's all the times that you say to yourself, I will do this when... And we just postpone, you know, we always think, and even if you go back to the relationship idea, we always think, I will be happy when, uh, when I have a boyfriend, when I have a partner, when I have the right home, I will travel more and start a business and start all these things that I want to do and initiate when I have more money. But right now I don't. We are subconsciously blocking ourselves, not only that, but we are setting a precedent for not doing something now by mentally limiting our growth just with those thoughts, just with the power of thoughts. Literally, your thoughts are as powerful as limiting your own progress in life, which is so crazy to think about, but we do it. And of course, we tend to perpetuate this. We perpetuate through repetition, through not changing a behavior in that relationship or simply changing within ourselves. And the second most important thing was I shifted my perspective on what I could make happen in my life through my self-worth. And I talked about self-worth is one of the most important aspects of manifesting and one of the most powerful tools. That is a consciousness based in the opposite of lack mentality. All of this to say that an incredible lot can change in one year. And I come across this quote quite a lot that I think puts it so brilliantly. I don't know who it's by. So if you do, please do let me know. Six months from now, you can be in a completely different place mentally, physically, financially. Keep putting in the work and believe in yourself. And it's so incredibly true. You can transform your life 
your beliefs. You can reinvent every aspect of yourself and your life as you desire. Throughout this whole process, to go back to, you know, all the challenges that I had been facing, I, first of all, had not once regretted in this one year moving in with my boyfriend. I have a new title at work. I created financial stability for myself that I thought was so far-fetched a year ago when I was living paycheck to paycheck. I manifested the true potential of my relationship by being me, by shedding this conditioning of the past, by working, doing the inner work to heal those aspects of me that had been hurt or let down or disappointed. I did not let that define me or make me bitter. And healing, I guess, those insecurities about my own success and that preconditioning that I wasn't destined to be successful in XYZ endeavor. And of course, being able to make all that happen rather than settling for the idea that all of this should be happening to me. And this is a really interesting concept because a lot of the time when it comes to these really tangible things like relationships or money or career, we love to play the victim mentality. Trust me, I have done it. You think, again, either the conditionals or the precedent of, I will never get that job. I'm not good enough. I, I will never be chosen to be you know, president of, of my team, whatever, whatever it is. We just settle. We just settle into that belief and then we never make progress because we just subconsciously or even consciously are telling ourselves that we'll just never get there. We'll just never get there. So why start? Why try? I guess one of my biggest achievements, I think, is haven't been able to quiet that internal, very chatty critic because like I just gave you a few examples, not only are we our own worst critics, our self-worth, is the really the ultimate tool for manifestation and this comes through every time the universe will try and test us like i explained earlier because this is what the universe will do before our manifestations come true i think like everybody else who you know is open-minded and wants to be on that personal growth journey and is curious and is a seeker will at one point have asked themselves well I want to manifest all this stuff. Why isn't it happening? Well, it's not happening because every time the universe gets you closer to manifesting what you want, it's going to give you something from the past. There's going to be something that you need to correct, that you need to revisit, that you need to rethink. And it's going to test you. It's going to see, you know, have you changed? Have you really done the work? Or are you just wishing and shooting in the dark and perpetuating and continuing to live in the same pattern and behavior and in the past are you still doing that well why are you wishing for a new life if you're not ready to let go of what is holding you back and I got really excited and passionate about this so yes a lot of stuff can change in a year I have fell back in love with the process back then I did and I am still now every day of becoming the best version of myself possible by shifting my mindset from one of lack to one of abundance and telling myself i.e. every day like this is all I'm capable of these are all the things I have accomplished and these are all the things that I can accomplish and this is my roadmap to getting there they are all up to me and it's hard because of all this past conditioning 
and it will resurface and it still resurfaces for me from time to time. But it all starts with then by healing those aspects and thoughts that make you bitter and, and keep holding you back and make you angry at the world. You know, why am I not getting these things that I'm asking for? It's exactly what I just explained and reframing these limiting thoughts that you have about yourself or have been taught and then beginning to expand outwards and expanding on that new foundation that you create within yourself. So this is really pretty much all that kind of blurbed out today into this episode, but I think it is really exciting. It's exciting stuff. A lot of you come to me on Instagram and share stories in in comments, DMs, etc. I would love to hear your transformation stories, how you have grown through challenges or overcome difficulties. I mean, look at the situation we're in right now. This in itself is a challenge. So how do you thrive in your everyday despite the challenges that your everyday is presenting to you? Please feel free to share them on Instagram. DM me, email me, send me love letters and come join the Lifetonic community on Facebook, a growing community of like-minded individuals who all want to rise, grow, and transform together. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll speak to you next time.